The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence with me. That'll be Kat. It is fantastic to have you here and thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen today to what I think is the number one mistake that people make with their elevator pitches. Now, our elevator pitch, you know, it's this notion of how do you describe what you do to somebody in between, say, levels ground and seven of a lift if you had the opportunity. And look, an elevator pitch is a fantastic way to get really clear on how to articulate who you are, what you do, and to get somebody interested in supporting you in your business, in your career, whatever problem that you're trying to solve. And the reason I raise it in the context of speaking with confidence is because your elevator pitch is a key part of how you earn credibility on a stage or in a meeting or in a presentation or in a pitch. You need to be able to explain to your audience who you are, why you do what you do and how it is that you would like them to help. Now, anybody who's been listening to any of my podcasts or been watching any of the videos online over the last few months would know that I actually talk about an earn the right process, which I'm going to drop into in a minute. And an elevator pitch is kind of part of the earn the right but here's my number one mistake that I see people making when they focus on their elevator pitch they focus on themselves they focus on who they are what they do and how good they are not on the problem that they're solving or the people that they work with And so in the context of a quick elevator conversation, well, it's a failing because the person that you're talking to can't quickly file you away in their mind of, oh, okay, so next time I meet somebody like this who has this problem, I can help them out. But the reason it's a problem when it comes to speaking is because it doesn't help to build rapport with your audience. It doesn't help you establish credibility. It just lets the world know that you can talk about yourself. The other big mistake, massive mistake that I see people making with their elevator pitch, and then this influences how they develop their earn their right when they come into the Impactful Presenters Masterclass, is that they spend a really long time trying to make it sound clever or tweetable or like a soundbite. And the problem with that is people don't want to talk to a walking ad slogan they want to connect with real human beings so 
what I wanted to do in today's little podcast is just talk about, well, what's an alternative? What's an alternative to this smart, quick, um, tweetable, slogan-ish kind of earn the right, um, sorry, elevator pitch? And how instead can you use the earn the right model that I teach throughout all of the impactful presenters curriculum? How can you use that as your way of introducing yourself to someone? And how do you um, use that as a way of building rapport and hopefully getting to the next step of the conversation? So if you've heard this before, bear with me because there's going to be some new new nuances that you probably haven't heard before. But what I recommend is that every speaker has an earn the right. And by every speaker, I mean anyone who uses their voice to communicate. So that would be you. And when I talk about an earn the right, what I mean is it's this model or this framework for building rapport with your audience, calming your own nerves and establishing credibility as to why you should be listened to. Why should your audience take the time to pay attention to you right now? Now, an earn the right then can sound a little bit like an elevator pitch, but it's not a pitch. It's a rapport building exercise. And in fact, there are three key parts to an earn the right. Your earn the right consists of your name, because even when you're really nervous, you can remember your name. But two, that's our number one rapport building technique, right? We introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Kat. And I work with... So your earn the right, first of all, starts with your name. The second thing that your earn the right consists of is what you do and why you do it. But do this through the lens of your audience, not through you. So mine would go along the lines of, hi, I'm Kat. I work with people who want to make an impact, make a dent in the universe, in fact, but their fear, their nerves of public speaking get in the way. Or worse, they get so excited when they get the opportunity to speak that they ramble and they drown their audiences in information. And so I teach them how to speak with confidence and with impact every single time they open their mouth. And I do this through my online program called Impactful Presenters. So right there, my unsuspecting conversationalist in the lift understands who I work with, the problem that I help to solve them, that I help to solve, and they can instantly identify people in their lives who would go oh yeah they'd probably really like that they can visualize the kind of people who i'm working to to support so that's the second part of your earn the right and again it's a much more what's the word it's a much more human connection than what we can often think of when we think about an elevator pitch now the third part of your earn the right which you might not get to use if you are legitimately in an elevator and you've only got between floors, ground and seven. But the additional part or the third part of your own the right are stories to illustrate just how you do that. And stories to illustrate perhaps how long you've been doing it or the extent of your experience or the variety of your experience. Now, I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time today talking about my different stories, but what I want to encourage you to do today as you listen to this podcast is start developing what Peggy Klaus, a fantastic author who wrote a book called Brag, 
the art of tooting your own horn without blowing it. She talks about this notion of a brag bag, which is a bag full of stories that are humble brags or maybe not so humble brags. You know, there are wins, there are client success stories, there are the times that we turned around a project that was going pear-shaped. It's the time that we um, stood up and made a difference. It's the time that a client turned around to us and said, oh my goodness, I would never have been able to do what I've done today if it weren't for you. The brag bag linked back to who you are and what you do and why you do it helps to illustrate, helps to illustrate that not only do you have the credibility, not only do you have the experience, but you work with people just like other people. And this is probably the biggest draw card when it comes to building rapport. And after all, that is what your elevator pitch or now your earn the right is designed to do. It's designed to build rapport. Now, the other cool thing about a brag bag is that the more stories you have in your brag bag, the more pieces of evidence you have or the more examples you can lean on when you are asked a tricky question when you find yourself in a meeting that you need to provide a different kind of example, when you are trying to facilitate some change and there's resistance and you can lean on a story from your brag bag to illustrate how you've done it in the past. So if you're the kind of person who likes action steps out of listening to a podcast like this one, then my action step for you today is to start building your brag bag Not building your elevator pitch or your earn the right statement because to be perfectly honest, you know your name and you know what you do. But the brag bag, that's where the juice is. So, you know, my tip would be to sit down and do a free association writing exercise. Just literally start with a pen and paper and say the times where that I'm really proud of or the times that I've really demonstrated my worth to the universe Ah, just start writing, just start writing and you will remember so many stories. I have brag bag stories that go back to when I was in school. And for those who haven't met me in real life, that's about 30 years ago. You know, I have brag bag stories that add to my credibility as a speaking coach, as an advisor, as a leader, as a change maker. I have those stories going back years. And it never ceases to amaze me when I draw on one that I'm drawing on it because it's like, well, how on earth in my day-to-day life am I now talking about programs for long-term unemployed youth? Or how on earth in my day-to-day life am I now talking about the ability to speak on the spot as a debater in, you know, when, you're, when your third speaker negative? So don't underestimate the power of this brag bag. So just to recap, the number one mistake that I feel that people make in their elevator pitches, they try to make them sound too perfect, too tweetable, too clever, too sound bitey. And that just makes them sound like an ad man or an ad woman or a slogan. So rather focus on an earn the right, build up an earn the right that consists of those three key pieces, your name, what you do, why you do it, 
and the stories from your brag bag that can be interchanged based on who you're talking to, the context of the day, the mood that you're in. If you have enjoyed this podcast, they're so cute and little and short, aren't they? I often kind of get to the end and go, oh, so much covered in just 10 minutes. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then please come over and join me in the Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson Facebook group, where you'll find all of the episodes. You'll find buckets, buckets and buckets and buckets of videos and other tips and tricks on how to speak with confidence. And in that group, you can also ask me any of your questions, whether I answer them there or if it's a question that you'd like me to address in the podcast. But um, yeah, come over to the group, Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson on Facebook, and you'll find a really lovely community of people who are just wanting to speak with more confidence. And why do they want to speak with more confidence? Well, because they want to make their dent in the universe. They're generally leaders, change makers, professionals who want to have greater impact. They want to lead change. And they want to leave the world in a better place. So if that sounds like your kind of community, then come and join us. And of course, the final thing that you'd want to do if you like this podcast is you want to subscribe. So you always get an alert when there is a new episode. New episodes do drop every Tuesday. So um, yeah, subscribe on your favorite platform. I think that's it for today. Again, thank you for joining me. And in the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. I'll see you soon. 